0: Thank you, and we bless the name of the Lord. My name is Catherine Avmania I am a mission at All Saints Church. I have fellowshiped with you uh, by leading and uh, by uh, sharing on this uh, link. I want to thank God that we are here and listening and enjoying his presence. Let's briefly pray, O oh Lord, May you keep us alert, we pray, O Lord, our God, as we speak your word and we are sure that you are speaking through us. King of Kings, as I get set to share your word to everybody listening and watching, we want to thank you that you are faithful to us, O Lord. Christ, your son who died for us, We cover ourselves in his blood, King of Kings, and that we are sure that when he comes and knocks on our doors, our hearts shall be open unto him. He will find us watchful in prayer and exultant in his praise. He lives, he will live in us, and he will reign in us. And right now, he lives and reigns in us. We want to thank you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, our Lord, forever and ever. Amen. Our topic this evening is from Acts chapter 20, verse 31 to 32. And the topic is the word, the power to build. This is uh, uh, a letter from Paul, but narrated by, uh, by Luke, the evangelist in the Acts of the Apostles. From verse 13, we see Paul warning the elders. The warning from Paul is serious. He told the elders of Ephesus that false teachers will infiltrate the church. But before I interpret, let's read the verses. Verse 31 says, so be on your guard, remember that for three years I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. Now, I commit you to God, to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I commit you to God, to the word of his grace, which can build you up. And give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. That is verse 32. Paul warns about the wolves that will come in seeking to prey on the flock of God, and how that even from within their own company there would arise those who would seek to draw men after themselves. And he says, therefore, watch and remember. Watching has to do the future, remembering has to do with the past. And we need to understand that Paul was one soul who was persecuting the church. And from the word he had on his way to Damascus, Paul was able to reverse his situation. And he listened to the Lord and he stopped persecuting the church and Paul became a great evangelist. Paul's writing to Ephesian elders begin with what you would call an apology and defense of his ministry and work. He reminded his listeners that from the first day to his last, he served the Lord with great humility and tears at Ephesus, you read that in Acts 20 19. He records the last stages, Acts 20, that chapter records the last stages of Paul, Paul's third mission and his journey. He started by his visiting the church with Barnabas and he planted in central, what you'd call the central modern day Turkey. And what do we understand about the word? The word is a speech or sound, or a combination of sounds, or it's representation in writing the word. But there is this, the word, as you pronounce it, the word. You can have it in two, the Bible or part of it. The second one is Jesus Christ. If you look into John chapter one, verse one, the verse says the word became fresh. In the beginning was the word, and word was with God, but word was God. Word was God. So, our topic, as it states, the power to build the word, the power to build. How does the word has the power to build? Paul entrusts us to God and to the word of his grace. And now I commend you to God to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. That is verse 32. I coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel. You yourselves know that these hands ministered to my necessities and to those who were with me in all things I have shown you, that by toiling, one must help the weak, remembering the word of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. So if the elders care for the flock, who cares for the elders? That was the question at the time Paul had to answer in the text that Luke wrote in the Acts of the Apostles. If you check at verse 28 of the Acts, I mean chapter 28, uh, verse 28 of the Acts chapter 20, the elders are charged with caring for the whole flock. They have to take heed to selves and all the flock in which the Holy Spirit had made them overseers. So to care for the church of God, which he he obtained with the blood of his own son, the elders had to feed the sheep. How do we feed the sheep? I want to thank all saints, church, uh, uh, cathedral, and the clergy. And uh, those who our team not sleep, who have to keep on innovating and initiating such programs of Zoom to reach out, even when people cannot move. Right now, I'm in office, so this applies to us. All Saints Cathedral, as our diocese, is serving the ship. There are ways, there is means of reaching out to everybody in prayer and in sharing, in witnessing and in caring for the sheep by feeding them on the word, I want to thank enormously my clergy, my uh, Reverend Ajafu, and all that is here and listening and attending and fellowshipping. We praise the name of the Lord. <clears throat> to protect the sheep from the twisted teaching of wolves in the sheep's clothing, we have to keep on feeding each one and everybody. We have to keep on opening the ways to preach and to share with the outside world. So, as Paul prepares to leave the whole flock until he sees them again in heaven, he commits them to the care of the elders, who are the overseers, the shepherds and the pastors. And he reminds the elders very solemnly that the Holy Spirit has appointed them to be shepherds of the flock. One would wonder, who was caring for the elders of the flock but now what about the elders themselves you know if the elders care for the flock who cares for the elders if the church commits and the care of the elders to the clergy who will care who will care for the clergy we need to take care of our clergy the pastors and the provosts and the whole team that sits on the t- on the management of the church as the uh, as the ship, we need to remember them in prayer. We need to know that the devil attacks them because they are the fountain of the church of the gospel. They have to teach and preach and share and guide us and show us. And now, on verse thirty-two, I commend you or trust you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. So the answer is that God cares for his shepherds by the word of his grace. And that word of his grace builds confidence. That word of his grace builds us to consult the Holy Spirit. The word of his grace builds us to be faithful, In Christ, in the gospel, in Christ's ways, in fellowshipping, in witnessing, in applying the word, in understanding the Bible, in listening to the word. I don't commit you to a bishop, I'm sorry, to the clergy, but that was a remark from Paul. He was not committing particularly on how we see people prostrate in front of pastors. He was not committing those flock or the sheep to the leaders, just he was articulating. And we still have to articulate that we commit ourselves to God, to care, to shepherd us. And we have to listen to God through the word. So Paul emphasizes I don't commit you to a denomination. I don't commit you to a committee or a congregation. I commit you to God, to the word of his grace. God is your shepherd and his word is your green pasture and your still waters. That is how the word builds one up. You have to commit to the word of God. You have to commit to that word. That word word is God himself as you read it listen so that the word speaks back to you and that word is god actually god is speaking to us as we read the word as we apply the word to him praise god and all the flock have god as their shepherd all the flock feed on the word of his breath not just the elders not just the clergy not just the grandmothers and grandfathers every child of god young Youth, middle-aged, and even the elder is a child of God. And even the clergy is the child of God. They have to feed on the word of his grace. And um, But there is a difference between the flock and the elders. The difference is that is to the flock, God gives the added resource of shepherds who teach the whole counsel of God. And to the shepherds, God has given the added responsibility of searching out and teaching the whole counsel of God. We have to listen to the elders. We have to search out the counsel of God. We have to listen to the Holy Spirit for the Holy Spirit to guide us and to understand the word. We have to listen and be faithful to God and to Jesus on the cross. As we take everything on the cross, we have to listen to Jesus' ministry. What did Jesus teach us? What was his ways? How did he exercise patience? How did he apply his faithfulness to God? We have to listen to the counsel of God. That is how this word will build us up as a Christian, as a faithful, as a missionary, as a people, and as a person who fellowships with Christians and in the name of Jesus Christ. So when Paul commits the elders to the word of God's grace, he doesn't commit them to a private or privileged access. He commits them to a special responsibility. The sheep must have the word of grace in order to live by it. And so God gives shepherds to feed the flock of God. But the shepherds too must have the word of grace in order to live by it. But God assigns to them the special responsibility of feeding themselves in a more direct manner, both for their own soul and for the sake of the sheep. We have to fellowship as we are doing. We have to study the Bible. We have to meditate upon the word. We have to memorize upon the word. We have to speak to it during sleep. And in our dreams, we need to dream the word and the verses. That word is our green pasture, is our fresh water. The word is our everything. That everything that comes to attack us, if we speak the word of the Lord, any enemy or foe will run away. They will say, there is Jesus and the Holy Spirit there. So we have to run away. So we have another benefit as the frog to go to our shepherds for feeding. We are coming unto you, Reverend Jaffu, and the third team at All Saints uh, Diocese or Cathedral to feed unto you, guide us and protect us so that we don't get attacked by the wolves. Our shepherds, inclusive us who are fellowshipping, we cannot stop from listening and Going to sleep, we have to shepherd others who are lost in the world. The shepherd have the added responsibility and privilege of preparing the food firsthand from the word of God's grace. We have the advantage to listen to our graduate fellowship with them than those who are not yet, who have not come to listen to the word and understand the word and feed on the word, so that as they preach, even ourselves, we are reassuring, we are saying yes. Jesus reigns, Jesus is our redeemer, and there's nothing else that can feed us than the word of God. The word of God have results. You see it in verse 32 of Acts uh, chapter 20 to verse 35. You can live and minister by the word of God's grace. You can dig in you can understand how does the word of God's grace sustain and empower the elders or the shepherds for the life ministry. It is clear the word brings us to the inheritance. The word of God's grace brings us to the inheritance of everlasting joy. If you read verse 32 again and take special notice of what Paul says, the word of grace is able to give the elders And now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. The word of God's grace is able to give you an inheritance. You don't need to run after the lands and all that and kill each other and massacre each other because you want this, you want to amass wealth, you want this. The word of God is my inheritance on my deathbed i shall be speaking the word of god i shall be calling on to jesus and what is an inheritance the inheritance paul sometimes talks about is the kingdom of god twice in first corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 and 10 and once in galatians chapter 5 verse 21 he says that people who go on living in sin and in belief, we will not inherit the kingdom of God. It's the inheritance Jesus talked about when the rich young ruler came and asked him, What must I do to inherit eternal life? Look into Luke chapter 18, verse 18, verse 25, verse 26. It's what Jesus meant when he said, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. In Matthew, The inheritance is salvation, the kingdom of God, the new heavens and the new earth, eternal life, the riches of the glory of God. You can check it in Ephesians 1.18, Romans 8.17. That is what Paul says, the word of grace is able to give the elders at Ephesus the inheritance. And he says, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you inheritance. I just want to read it and read it and read it. And how does the word of God's grace bring us to that inheritance? You know, now how is the word? You know, Paul is talking about something of future. These elders are obviously already Christians. We here, we are already Christians. We understand the word. We understand the intercessors. We understand how to kneel down and pray and call on to God. We can apply the verses onto us. How about the rest of the other people who are hungry, who are very hungry? They are starving to receive the word. How can we reach out to them? We have a missions week in July, ladies and gentlemen do not hesitate to come and join that mission. We are going out to different areas. Tomorrow is the meeting. The church will be announcing, inform the friend, those who have never received Christ, that there's special fellowships and there's special missions going out and the message will be packaged and taken out to the field. (laughs) We must trust Christ. And now Paul says that he is, handing them over to God and to the word of his grace. He says, this word has the power to give them eternal life. The word has the power to give us eternal life and to give us the kingdom of God and everlasting joy. It is not merely some past experience with the word of grace that secures the inheritance of life, but also the ongoing power of the word. If you don't listen to the word for a day, you feel empty. The word you read every morning, you must listen to it. The word of grace is able to give us the inheritance. Both elders, youth, young, married, spinsters, workers, informal workers, professionals, non-professionals, college, congregation, it is the word of grace and the word shall give us inheritance. The answer at the end of verse 32, the word is able to build you up. The word builds one up. But you must be sanctified. You know, there is a condition. How do you get sanctified? Those who are sanctified are the ones who receive the inheritance. So to receive the inheritance of eternal life and the kingdom of God and everlasting joy, you have to be sanctified. We see from the context. The sanctified means, it's very practical terms. It means that your heart is changed so that you love the holy God and his revealed will for your life that you hate sin, especially in your own life. Don't hate sin because others are going to see you sinning. You have to hate sin within your heart. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Holy God, they all check our hearts. What is in our hearts? You kneel down and pray together with fellowship. And then when you turn, you give them things or you, you discard or you judge or you throw all sorts of bad things. unto people, all those who are professionals and government workers, we keep hearing corruption. Corruption is not only in government offices in each office desk, sometimes, and at home, there is corruption, you know. So what is in our heart is important that our heart is sanctified, our hearts are clear, our hearts are cleansed, our hearts are confessing our sins and seeking forgiveness at all times. But we must avoid to sin So that we don't take it for granted that we keep sinning and seeking forgiveness. For we have to seek forgiveness for those that we may have sinned unknowingly, but we must always be careful and be in the word. So Paul encourages us, the kind of people who will have the inheritance, and not only us, but every other kind of a person or human being, inheritance of eternal life. Not perfect people. They are not any of them. There are not any on this earth. Don't call yourselves perfect, but sanctified people, people pursuing holiness with a true heart of desire. If you read Hebrews thirteen fourteen, you will understand. And actually, even ten, uh, Hebrews chapter ten verse fourteen, you will understand the sanctification of the heart. So. Paul assures us, and he says two things. One is that the word of God's grace is able to give you this inheritance. And the other is that the only people who obtain the inheritance are people who are sanctified. How then is the word of grace able to give us the inheritance? It is not the answer. By sanctifying us, suppose you are an athlete. I commit you to coach who is able to secure you a victory in the playoffs among all those who are well-trained and well-conditioned. Wouldn't you conclude that the way the coach will secure you a victory in the playoffs is by superior training and conditioning? So when Paul says, I commit you the word of his grace, this is able to give you the inheritance. Among all those who are sanctified, I conclude that the way the word gives the inheritance is by sanctifying. And this is exactly what Jesus said. The word of God does in John 17, 17. He prayed, sanctify them in the truth. The word is truth. The word of God sanctifies. Therefore, the word of God gives the inheritance of eternal life. You have to be in the truth. You will be sanctified in the truth. Your word has to be truthful. Hmm? You build up and sanctifying. In verse 32, it helps to make the same point, building you up, Hmm? building you up with the word of God and by his grace. If you keep going back to the coaching illustration, you'll understand how athletes succeed. They keep routine. They succeed because they are heavily trained. They are tuned. They are focused. There are things they have to be done away with. They have to do away with to stay focused on that day of competition to be able to win. So how can we stay focused on the word of grace, to be able to attain the inheritance? How can we be focused to just to sanctify our hearts, to be able to receive the inheritance of the eternal kingdom, the inheritance of joy? Hmm? The ability of the word of grace to build us up is virtually the same as the ability to sanctify. So God and the word of his grace, which is able to build us up, and give us inheritance is totally and purely to sanctify our hearts. And that word of grace sanctifies. Believe in the word, read the word, apply the word, share the word, because when you share the word, you share the blessings and more blessings will come to you. Paul assures and commits the elders, into the care of God and his word. He's not committing them to something passive. Same here, the church, the ministers, the reverends, the priests, the heads of ladies, the the intercessors, they commit us to the word of God and his grace to sanctify our hearts, to cleanse our hearts, to look ourselves within before we look outside to make sure our hearts are ready to receive the inheritance, the sanctification of the word of his grace. Hmm? The word Paul gives and the word that we have in our mind, at the end of verse, Paul says that the elders should remember the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Let us give the word to those who are not privileged. To those who have to get down to the slums, get down to the offices. People are so busy in offices and very stressed. We have to get down to the police. We have to get down to schools, get down to prisons, get down to remand homes, get down to elders, get down to those public places, get down to shops and shopping malls and share the word of God. Let us help the people to to build up on that word of grace and sanctify their hearts, cleanse their hearts, be ready for the kingdom of God because the harvest is plenty out there. The harvest is plenty, but who is going to harvest? The laborers are few. We need to build up ourselves in the word. Remember the results as you're in the word. It's the inheritance of the kingdom of God, the eternal life, the eternal joy. It is very serious recently, people are talking about hell. They now want to, those, the other powers, uh, the other powers, I don't know, the powers under or the powers, but they are not above because it's only God the holy one who is above. They usually want to twist the whole world. Now they are talking about hell is okay. Hell has never been okay because hell is fire. So we must sanctify ourselves. We must live in the word. We have to build ourselves by feeding on the greener pastures and that is the word of God by his grace and his fresh waters through Jesus Christ, the blood that was shed on on the cross, the blood that must feed us, the body that we must feed on, the Jesus grace, the Holy Spirit that must be living in us. Our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit. That Holy Spirit must guide us to read the word, apply on the word, feed the word, but importantly, we must share the word to those we think are not saved, are not Christians, because we must bring them home. We must bring them to the kingdom of God. Because of God's unsauchable grace and supplying every need and lavishing reward after reward, it is more blessed to give than to receive. We have listened to Reverend Jaffo. Bless him. He is the great intercessor I have seen in that church, in the service. The service, he can stand on the pulpit and seriously make everybody apply the word of that day to themselves. And that word, those who are in home sales are able to go home and share in home sales and interpret and reapply it again with their families and are able to pray in the word. So me, I can confess I'm in the right place at the right time at All Saints Cathedral. But my task now is to get knowledge, to understand the word, and I share it to those who are not able to come to where the word is. And I want to thank more once again that we are able to have these links to fellowship and share the word. You know? So I want to say, like Paul, the last thing he said, Paul is doing as he ends his message is that what he said he was doing, he's committing them to the word of grace. I am committing everybody on this fellowship to the word of grace. And one thing that the word of grace says is this, he's more blessed to give than to receive. But remember, the word builds us up. When we are sanctified, we shall inherit the promised inheritance. And the glory of God's inheritance will restore us to 10,000 fold whenever and whenever we give up in a life of love. Love for the world. We have to give up that love the life of love for the world, for the materials, for the social media, for the uh, artificial intelligence has come, Chat GPTs, update yourselves. There is so much around us and there is so much the children are going to learn when you as parents don't update ourselves. We as church don't speak up. We have to speak out about those things. But we can we only speak when we understand them. So the glory of God's inheritance will restore us. The word of God by His grace will build us up. But we must stay in the Word. For in the beginning, there was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Praise God. So I beg, stop here and let us uh, uh let me close uh, with a humble prayer. Father Lord in heaven, I, who am I that I can speak to many people and speak your word through my mouth? I want to greatly thank you, King of Kings. And I am assured every day that I shall inherit the kingdom. But I also learn as well as the listeners that for me to inhale the kingdom, I must stay in the word of your grace and I must be have a sanctified heart, King of Kings. May you stay with me. May you be present with me and around me. May your Holy Spirit guide me at all times. May your Holy Spirit be with everybody here. Their families, their children, their friends and those they'll be able to share. May this Holy Spirit speak To everyone here, may the Holy Spirit speak through us. May the Holy Spirit command us to speak to the neighbors, to the friends, to those we meet, those we have met with, so that we speak your word to them. And they will be understanding that the kingdom of God needs sanctification of heart, that the kingdom of God is the only eternal life. The kingdom of God is the only eternal joy. King of kings, let us go home and keep in the word. And we we'll study it more in Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, uh, dear sister Catherine. Thank you very much for allowing God to use you to speak to us. Let us respond in prayer uh, receiving this word. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. Thank you, Lord, for your word that has come expressly to us that we are meant to keep in your one. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for feeding us this evening. We receive your word, Lord, with thanksgiving. And Father, as your word says in Isaiah chapter 55, that your word does not return to you void, but accomplishes the purpose to which you've sent it. Father, we pray that as it has come to us, that Lord, it will accomplish the purpose to which you've let it out to us this evening. And Father, it will be that the word, the seed that has fallen on good ground, and it will grow and bear fruit for your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for your word. We receive it, Lord, with thanksgiving. Thank you for your servant, your dear daughter, that you have used mightily to speak to us. Father, we pray that you bless her, bless the works of her hands, bless her in every aspect, oh, Father. Reach out unto her to a point of need, oh, Lord. We pray that, Lord, you replenish her as your word says those who water others they'll be watered themselves we pray that lord you will water her this evening and lord you will uplift her with your holy spirit we pray that lord she will not get any backlash because of this word that she has shared That lord your mighty hand will be upon her to protect her and everything that concerns her lord we thank you We also lift ourselves into your hands that father that devourer will not take this word from us but lord it will be hidden deep down in our hearts and Father, we'll meditate on it, we'll eat it, we'll speak it and it will expand your kingdom. Lord, we thank you and we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, our sister talked about the elders that we are given. In that context of the scripture we've read in that time, there were elders. These were the the, the, the shepherds that were feeding the sheep. So uh, let us come before the Lord and, and, and thank him for the shepherds that he has given us. We thank God for all saints that has put out all these platforms for us to come and feed. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the shepherds that you've given us in this our time. Thank you, Lord, for the total devotion and the service they render unto us but above all unto your kingdom to see that, Lord, we are fed. We are always refreshed, O Lord, and we are kept in your word. We thank you for them. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for our shepherds, for that time they give for themselves to be fed, but also to feed us. We thank you for them, Lord. We thank you. Thank you so much for blessing them there for us, Lord. We thank you for All Saints Cathedral, that you've blessed There for us to come and feed and be refreshed, Lord. We thank you for All Saints Cathedral. Thank you for the provost uh, and all the clergy. Lord, we thank you for them and all the shepherds all over. We thank you for them, O Lord. We pray that you will bless them. Bless their families. Bless their ministries. Bless them, Lord, for their service. And we pray that, Lord, you will replenish them. Father, we come before you. In repentance, us as the sheep that are fed, where well, we have not remembered this, your servants, and we have not taken care of them, oh Lord, we have not prayed for them. Actually, we have been those that have grumbled and complained against them. We are reminded of the Israelites, how they always came against moses they grumbled and complained and even and 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 even said why is it you that god speaks through (coughs) father we are the ones as well that have grumbled and complained against these your servants and father we and, and because of that we have missed out because remember those who grumbled and complained against moses and aaron father they were swallowed up by the ground they died and so because of that today we we, we we have lacked this word and because we've grumbled and complained against these your servants we have not lifted them in prayer forgive us Lord forgive us and have mercy uh, and, and cleanse us with your precious blood Father we pray that this will not be counted on us Father but Lord as your word you've taught us it sanctifies but Lord it, it will reform our minds that father will take care of these your shepherds you've given us we will lift them in prayer we will not open up doors for them to be attacked because of our grumbling and complaining but lord we shall cover them in prayer we shall pray for them we shall take care of them we shall bless them even with our substance father for the work and service they give to us lord we ask that you cleanse us you turn us turn our hearts let this word turn our hearts to see these your servants father as as as, as the ground you've given us to feed but also to feed them with all that you've blessed us we thank you and worship you in Jesus' name Amen. Uh, we continue to pray and and, and and bring ourselves before the Lord. As as the shepherds, we've been told to, to feed on the word, and then we can give it out and share. We cannot give what we do not have. So we come before the Lord in repentance, where we have not totally committed ourselves. We've not had those times. Yes, we've gone out to minister to others, but we are empty. We are not giving ourselves to to the word, to the ministry of the word. For the Holy Spirit to speak to us and, and also in prayer. So we come before you, Father, this evening. We are reminded in Acts chapter 6, verse 4, the apostles, they they had to delegate some of the work to other people so that they would concentrate on the ministry of the word and prayer. Father, we come before you this day as the shepherds that you have chosen to minister to others, Lord. Father, we come before you and ask that you forgive us when we have left that place of of the ministry of the word and prayer and lord we have gone out the sheep have lacked what to feed on we we have gone out in flesh and lord we have missed the point we have crippled your work into these your your children and your people you desire to come lord we ask that you forgive us yes we are reminded and in the gospels, where Jesus says that you the word of God is made of no effect because of the traditions we have put. Forgive us for those traditions that we have set for ourselves as the shepherds. And Lord, they have blocked, they have choked your word. And Father, the sheep have lacked what to feed. Forgive us, Lord, and have mercy and cleanse us with the precious blood of Jesus. Father, as your word is able to turn us back to you, we pray that this evening you bring us back as your word has been shared. Bring us back to that place as you're commanding us to the word of your grace this evening. Bring us back to that place of, of the word of fellowshipping, of encountering with you, Lord through your word and hearing you and prayer that Lord this sheep Lord will be fed and they'll be the ones to even go out as well and share to others. Father that your kingdom will expand. Bring us back. Build us up again Lord through this word. Through these encounters bring us back to the place of prayer and the ministry of the word that we shall hear you. We shall know what. We shall be Ready in and out of season, we shall know this is what to do in this season, Father. And it will not be out of flesh, it will not be out of traditions of the things of yesterday, today. But Lord, it will be led powerfully by your Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. Thank you that you're bringing us back. Thank you that this evening you're commending us back to the word of your grace to build us up. And Lord, it will be that word to. Give us an inheritance among the sanctified, with those that are sanctified. Lord, we thank you and worship you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Yes, let us as well pray for the spirit of the Berians. These are, uh, are the people who are fed with the word, but they could go back and search the scriptures. Father, we come before you as the sheep. Forgive us, Lord, when we have actually made only Sunday, where we get our Bibles and come and then go back to the same routine. And we are not having fellowship with you through your word. We are not hearing you. Father, we ask for for forgiveness for the big burden we have put on the shepherds because we we ourselves are not growing. We are not feeding on your word. We are not repenting plenished and lords we 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 have divide division among us our feet are here and our feet are there because we have not totally committed to reading your word we ask that you'll forgive us as the sheep and have mercy upon us this evening as you're re- releasing this word to commit us to the word of your grace, which is able to build us up. We pray that you give us the spirit of the Berenians that were able to go back and search. When we were taught, they were also able to go back and search the scriptures. And Lord, we saw that in that time, the church was able to grow and expand. We pray for this spirit upon us, Lord, as we're releasing this word to, 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 to command us to the word of your grace. We pray that Lord, we shall be able to have an encounter for each and every. You've told us it's for each and every child of God, every believer. Lord, help us to come back to this place of studying your word, memorizing scripture, meditating upon it. Father, you, as Joshua was being commissioned, you told him, let this book not of the Lord not depart from you. Father, it was that book that was able. That Lord that was able to give him an inheritance. Father, we pray that this evening we will come back. We pray that, Lord, you come against every forces that have hindered us to read your word, to study it. Oh Lord. Father, we pray that you bring us back to this place. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you and worship you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we come, continue to come before you. As you've told us, it is this word that gives us joy. It's this word that gives us an inheritance. Lord, forgive us. Your word in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, tells us that we should seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness, and the rest shall be added unto us. We have run uh, after the things to be added unto us, and Lord, we have left the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You've told us it's this word that sanctifies. It's a process. It sanctifies. It takes away the filthiness. So it is that taking over filthiness that gives us that righteousness of Christ. You've told us it's this word, the word that is the word, the law, and the word is Christ. It's not our own righteousness of having so much activity we're doing for the church, but Lord, it's the righteousness of Christ. And he's that word that can help us to have that inheritance lord forgive us when the it's not the kingdom of god that has been sent to stage in our hearts forgive us when we have run after yes, the money we need it but lord it is your kingdom that even with this money we are able to expand your kingdom if it is sent to stage in our hearts the father we ask that you forgive us and have mercy forgive us for the others who have not known you, they have we have not told them, Father, forgive us and have mercy. They have not known, they have not known about this God who made heaven and earth, Lord, because us, we have not committed ourselves fully to to serving the purposes of your kingdom it has been about us it's been about us it's been about us lord we ask that this day and this evening that this word will break all that selfishness in us lord you've told us it's more blessed to give than to receive father it has been the receiving end we've just received and not given out we ask that you forgive us for your kingdom it's giving you when you loved us you gave us your son jesus christ this is why we are able to sit and fellowship with you this evening Father, forgive us for the selfishness that we've held in our hearts. We pray that this word will break the selfishness in our hearts and Lord, we are able to give out wherever you've blessed us. Those are the fields you've given us that many souls will be harvested into your kingdom, in our offices, where we stay, where we come from. These are ministry fields, Lord to harvest more souls for your kingdom we ask that lord the kingdom of god will be set in our hearts as christ said that the kingdom of god is within you it is within our hearts within there let every contention that has been in our hearts uh putting away the kingdom of god be silenced this evening by the blood of jesus and let your kingdom be center stage in our hearts that lord we shall look at everything our sight will be opened that lord we shall look at this as harvesting souls for your kingdom and lord this is what will give us joy and an inheritance in in, in our lives father we thank you and worship you we give you praise and we give you honor in jesus' name we have prayed Amen. Yes, let's continue in prayer. Uh, In Hebrews chapter 10, chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Therefore now, uh, seeing that we are compassed also about with the cloud, sorry, seeing, therefore seeing, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin which does so is beset us and let us friend with patience the rate that is set before us. As Christ left, uh, he gave us a commissioning. We're having a missioning, a July mission. He gave us a commission to go out and teach and preach. So, let us lay aside. The preacher, she, she told us, uh, she gave us an example of an athlete They keep focused. They do away with anything that distracts them. So, let us Pray that we shall put away these things that sin that easily entangles us. That we shall keep focus with that commission that we are given. That God, He will, He will be, permanent in whatever we do. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you help us this evening. That we shall by the power of the holy spirit we shall put away all the sin everything the garments that easily entangle us the sin that easily entangles us that it will be put away we shall keep focus we shall run the rest that you've given us with patience lord as as you've commissioned us lord as you're telling us you're commending us to the word of your grace to give us an inheritance lord that you shall Teach your word, what you have fed us. We shall also give it to others. We shall teach it. We shall preach your word, Lord, so that we see more souls coming into your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes. Second uh, Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, it says, and the things, yes, and the things that you have had, me among many witnesses the same committed to faithful men shall be able to teach others also let us pray that god will raise us up to be faithful as we've heard this word we shall not sit on it but we shall be faithful as he's commissioning us he's commanding us to his word but also that we shall be able to teach others father in the name of jesus we continue to come before you as this you've released this word to us we pray that lord you'll give us the grace to Eat, eat, eat it, Lord, meditate on it, but also help us to be faithful with this that you've given us, Lord, as well to teach it to others, that, Lord, we shall see uh, your kingdom expand. And help us, Lord, to give us give up the love of the world, because it's an enmity to you. The wildness that had sunk in us, Lord pray that, Father, you give us by the power of the Holy Spirit, give us the grace to put it away, Father, that, Lord, the love for you and the things for you, love for you and for your kingdom will increase in our lives. Father, we thank you. We thank you and we worship you. Thank you that, Lord, you've heard our prayer. and Thank you that, Lord, you're doing a new thing in our lives. We give you praise. We give you honor. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.